everybody, I'm Beth Davis and welcome to Teachable Tuesday where we discover God's heart and are changed by his word. This is a big day, an exciting day, because I want to introduce to you a brand new Teachable Tuesday. If you've been hanging out for the past couple of weeks, months, you know that we've just wrapped up a series on the Gospel of John. And today we're starting a brand new format for Teachable Tuesday. For the next three weeks, we're gonna enter into a topical series and we're gonna explore some different topics in three week series moving forward. And this week, drum roll please, we're gonna begin with uh, a lesson, a topic that's been on my heart for some months now. We're gonna talk all about discipline. And to do that, we're going to be camping out in Hebrews chapter 12. Not the whole chapter, but a little section of it. Don't you worry, I'm going to read it to you. We're going to pray with it, and we're going to walk through that section together over the next three weeks. But if you've got a Bible, grab it. We're going to read and pray and get started. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Would you open up your word to us? Speak directly to our hearts, Lord, as you always do. And grant us the grace to hear you. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 5. My child, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord or lose heart when you are punished by him. For the Lord disciplines those whom he loves and chastises every child whom he accepts. Endure trials for the sake of discipline. God is treating you as children. For what child is there whom a parent does not discipline? If you do not have that discipline in which all children share, then you are illegitimate and not his children. Moreover, we had human parents to discipline us, and we respected them. Should we not be even more willing to be subject to the Father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time, as seemed best to them. But he disciplines us for our good, in order that we may share his holiness. Now, discipline always seems painful rather than pleasant at the time, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weak knees and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather healed. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you that even now, you are instructing our hearts, transforming our hearts. We thank you that your word is alive and active. And we ask, Lord, that um, you would grant us the grace to receive this word, that we would be attentive to your Holy Spirit at work within us, moving and prompting us even during this talk, especially as we read your word, God and grant us the grace to respond. We pray these things in Jesus' name, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. 
So friends, I want to share with you a little bit about how this journey of discipline began. It was last fall and I had hit a wall. I was feeling really exhausted and uninspired and frustrated. And I thought, it's time for a retreat, right? I don't know if you've ever been there, but I thought if I can just make my annual retreat, which at this time was more like two years, then surely everything will sort itself out. And so I began to explore different options. I was um, reaching out to retreat centers and talking to different priests and spiritual directors, trying to find someone to direct this retreat, somewhere to go on retreat. But I just kept running into closed door after closed door and I became really frustrated on top of already being frustrated. And I was one day complaining to a good priest friend of mine, telling him how hard it was to find a place to make a retreat, to find a retreat director to direct me on retreat. And this very fatherly priest, <laughs> he shot straight with me. He said, Beth, you don't need a retreat. Once a year is not enough. You need a desert day and you need one every month. Ooh, <laughs> that, that hit. You know what I mean? That landed right in my heart because he was right. I was putting all of my eggs in the retreat basket. I was thinking if I can just make a, an eight day silent retreat or a five day or even like a three day retreat, then all of my stuff will get sorted out. I'll be able to recover on retreat. But friends, how can we recover a year, two years worth of exhaustion and chaos and struggle and suffering? How can we reconcile all of that in a weekend? It doesn't really make sense, does it? And so by God's grace, I was able to receive that very gentle challenge that this fatherly priest issued to me to make a desert day once a month. And I wonder if maybe you have felt the way I was feeling last fall, burnt out, just no energy, right? Even to do things that you love or maybe dried up all of your creativity, your, your good ideas and your inspiration, right? Has all sort of withered. Maybe you've noticed that your love has grown cold. You just don't have the patience anymore, that your heart isn't as willing in prayer, in relationships, in your work, even in places uh, and things and with people that you love. You've just come to the end of yourself. You're feeling exhausted and uninspired. Maybe that's you right now. And so you might be thinking, I do not need a three-week series on discipline, Beth. I need one on rest or on peace. I need a retreat. But I would like to propose to you today that discipline is exactly what you need. That discipline is what the Lord is inviting you into right now. You see, I think uh, discipline gets a bit of a bad rap. Um, you might be equating it, it might be synonymous for you with punishment. So I think a little clarification of terms could help here. Let's look to the dictionary. What is the dictionary definition of the word discipline? I'm not even talking about a Christian or a Catholic um, definition of the word discipline. What does the online Google dictionary uh, define discipline as? 
Training in how to obey. Training in how to obey. There's a lot of light on that word, right? How to obey. So discipline is the means to having an obedient heart, to living an obedient life, to being obedient to the promptings of God, the voice of God in our lives. If you want to hear the voice of God in your life, if you want to um, know and respond promptly uh, to the will of God, to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit, if you want a more connected relationship with God, not only in prayer, but in, in the daily activities of your life, then I want to propose to you today that discipline is just the ticket. That discipline is the key to a well-ordered and peaceful life. Discipline is for you and it's for you right here in the season that you're in. You might be thinking my schedule is outside of my control or I I can't add one more thing, but friends, discipline is actually, we're gonna flip it on its head. We're gonna discover together in this next three weeks that, that discipline is a great gift from God, that discipline is actually a gateway to freedom. It's not an imposed punishment. It's not a strict limits. No, discipline is loving. Discipline is loving. Let's look back at Hebrews chapter 12. Again, we're not going to read all of those verses again. I want to zoom in today on uh, verses 5 and 6. My child, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord or lose heart when you are punished by him. For the Lord disciplines those whom he loves and chastises every child whom he accepts. Let me read verse 6 one more time. For the Lord disciplines those whom he loves. The Lord disciplines those whom he loves. Have you ever heard or read anything about parenting or attachment styles? Experts agree that the most effective parenting style is what's called authoritative. That could be described as high limits and high love. High limits and high love. That means there are boundaries. They're clearly expressed and they're enforced, but at the same time, there is an abundance of love, which brings about security and flourishing. High limits and high love. They have to go together because if they're imbalanced, if there are high limits with no love or high love with no limits, things get kind of out of whack. If you were to experience high limits without love, that's what's called authoritarian, right? It's more punishing. There's no real uh, taking into consideration a child's emotional and spiritual needs. A A parent is an enforcer Whereas on the other end of the spectrum, on the other extreme, if there's all or only love without limits, then the child uh, doesn't really know if and when they're safe, right? It's just an abundance of love, an overindulgence of love, but with no real instruction or care. There was a simple study done by landscape architects. Perhaps you've heard of it. They wondered uh, what effect fences had on playgrounds. And so they did this little experiment to discover how children would respond to just having free range, right? No fences on their playground. 
What they discovered is that the children actually stayed very close to their teacher. They were afraid to venture out into all of the grassy areas and onto all the playground equipment. They stayed especially close to the teacher because they didn't know the limit. But when fences were put up, children explored every inch of that space. They didn't hold back, right? They were able to um, get creative and to push boundaries because there was a very firm boundary because they knew how far they could go and they wandered right up to that fence and felt safe. Boundaries are loving. Discipline is loving and it's a loving father who puts those boundaries into place for our good, for our flourishing. We're gonna unpack more of that, why God would give us these boundaries and how they work in our lives in later weeks. But I wanna zoom in again on that verse five and six, a father disciplines those whom he loves. That authoritative parenting is really uh, the method of God toward us. It's both responsive and demanding. God, our Father, the perfect and ultimate Father, is both incredibly close, intimate, tender, and kind. A Father who loves us. And because He loves us, he puts these boundaries in, in place so that we know how far we can go, so that we know that we're safe, even in our exploration and creativity. We're rooted in the love and relationship of the Father. Discipline is loving. Now, this discipline, your mind might already be opening up. The Holy Spirit might already be showing you ways that he's inviting you to discipline. I, I believe it touches every area of our life, every relationship even. We're gonna get into the application of that in later weeks, but again, I wanna stay close on the motivation, on the heart of God, which is a father who disciplines because he loves. Perhaps that's hard to hear because you didn't have that experience growing up, your own parents and their parenting style. We have wounds in our attachment. And so we don't trust this loving discipline of God. We, we begin to uh, comprehend, we begin to um, translate and understand suffering trials through a broken lens. We don't understand that the Father is loving, that He's with us and that he's put these boundaries into place for our good. Maybe it was an authority figure, a coach, someone who misused power. There was that imbalance of power. Maybe on the other end, you didn't ever have any boundaries, any discipline. I am a person who really, who would have said, um, even just a few years ago, uh, tough love doesn't really work with me. But God is, is teaching me, I'm understanding that Love is, is not tough, it's not punishing, but it does have boundaries. That God is a God of discipline because God is a God of love. And so this week, I wanna, I wanna stay very tight on Hebrews chapter 12, verses five and six. I just wanna ask you to do one thing as you begin to rewrite and relearn this idea of a God who disciplines those whom he loves. That's you, by the way. If you're experiencing the discipline of God, it's because he loves you. And the one thing I want you to, to ask you to do this week is to memorize Romans 12, five and six, because it's gonna take some work for some of us to really 
truly understand and believe these words. I want you to mentally rewrite what discipline is, right? That dictionary definition, training in how to obey. This is why God is disciplining us. He's teaching us. He's giving us teachable hearts, right? That we would learn to obey him. We're going to rewrite that mentally this week by memorizing Hebrews 12, 5 and 6. And then we're going to learn experientially what that discipline does for us. The great benefit of being disciplined by a father who loves us. You know, I had that um, phone call with Father John Burns, shout out. He's the one who very lovingly, very directly told me once a year on a retreat was not enough. And by God's grace, I responded. I sat down with my Blessed Is She Planner and I looked ahead to every month of 2022 and I wrote down a desert day, one Saturday a month, every single month. And I, I made a decision as I chose those dates with the information that I had about my year coming up that I would not change those dates, that they were going to be non-negotiable. You see, I knew that if I just had this idea, this kind of vague um, attraction to the idea of a desert day, that I could very easily talk myself out of it. I mean, where I go for a desert day, it's about an hour and 15 minutes out of town. I have to prepare my own food. I turn off my phone. I'm like really off the grid. I, I miss out on some other things. But I made a decision as I wrote those dates down that they weren't going to change. That I was going to honor that commitment that God was inviting me into. Not because he's a harsh taskmaster, not because he's on a power trip and he's trying to teach me a lesson. He's punishing me for working too hard. So I'm being forced into a timeout. That's not what this discipline is. This discipline from the Lord is, is an invitation to joy. It's an invitation to peace. And I've experienced them overwhelmingly so. Not only that, but it's become a beautiful uh, experience of sharing uh, with other people. Every single month I get to, to pray, to discern with the Lord who to invite with me. And we drive out together and talk about the Lord. We spend the day in silence and then we come back together and talk about the Lord and life. It's become a, a source of freedom for me. I'm more free every day in my work in my relationships, in my prayer, because I've set aside that time because the Lord disciplined me. He said, it's not enough anymore for you to just have an annual retreat. I want more of you because I love you. The Father disciplines those whom he loves and I can't wait for you to discover, to rewrite, to learn for yourself that a father disciplines those he loves and he loves you. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, thank you for your love. Thank you for caring so much about us, about our health, our physical and our emotional health, our spiritual and our mental health. God, that you discipline us for our good, that you love us and so you set limits, Lord. We ask for your help, Holy Spirit, this week to rewrite that definition uh, by your word, which is living and active. Rewrite that definition 
because you discipline out of love. You set limits on us out of love. We give you our yes, a deeper yes. We open ourselves up to be fathered by you, even if it's um, just a little step, a little yes. Lord, I believe that uh, you chose this topic for this time. And so we welcome your word. We welcome your voice. We welcome your discipline because in doing so, we welcome your love and your fatherhood. I just sense right now the Lord um, really inviting you uh, into this verse to experience his um, tender and attentive fatherhood in your life. Almost like he's squatting down before you. He wants to set limits for you out of love. Not to master you, not to punish you. But can you see his kind eyes? Can you hear his voice? Father, would you let those words of love echo in our hearts? Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you, friends. I'll see you next week for more of Hebrews 12 and Discipline in Action. See you later.